That sinking feeling in California and other stories on H2O Radio's weekly news report about water. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. Wind power is huge. There's no other possible conclusion to draw from data released last week that shows the capacity to generate power from wind has surpassed hydropower in the United States. Hydroelectric dams have been the main source of renewable energy since before 1936 when Hoover Dam started operations. But the head of the American Wind Energy Association told Bloomberg that wind turbines will soon supply a tenth of the country's electricity. And job figures in wind energy generation keep on climbing. The Department of Energy reports that a little over 100,000 people are now employed directly in wind power generation plants as compared to only 86,000 who work in coal-fired plants. Staying with the topic of energy, six former U.S. government officials, all Republicans, met with the Trump administration last week to express their support for attacks on carbon pollution. The group, including former Secretary of State James Baker, are promoting what they see as free market solutions to climate change. They propose imposing a tax on fuels like coal of $40 per ton of carbon dioxide produced. It could result in raising two to three hundred billion dollars a year. And that money would in turn be paid by the government to consumers in what would be called a carbon dividend. It's estimated that a family of four could receive a two thousand dollar check a year. The plan comes as an alternative to the Obama administration's clean power plan, which has attracted the wrath of Republicans. Some critics have said that these types of proposals aren't good because they prolong the use of fossil fuels instead of rapidly switching to renewables that don't add carbon to the atmosphere. The Army Corps of Engineers granted an easement last week for the Dakota Access Pipeline. The decision came as no surprise after the new president indicated he would instruct the permit to be issued. In response, U.S. Army veterans are returning to Standing Rock with plans to shield Native American water protectors from attacks by militarized police, according to The Guardian. Among the objections to the project are its potential to leak and harm water supplies of people in the area, mostly members of the Sioux tribe. Those concerns are real. A little less than a week before the Army grant permission for the project, 600,000 gallons of oil spewed out of a pipeline about 50 miles from Dallas. That Texas pipeline is half owned by the company known as Enbridge. And Enbridge also has an interest in the Dakota Access Pipeline, according to Smogblog. This latest leak is the second in this pipeline. Last October, Reuters reports that there was another problem with the same line leaking in Oklahoma. Storms have recently been hitting the West Coast with rain and snow, leading to flooding in areas. Much of California is finding some relief from the drought, but the rainy season is not over and there are still areas continuing to suffer. Even as conditions on the surface improve, the overpumping of groundwater, mainly in the San Joaquin Valley, is causing land to sink in some areas and at a startling pace. Last week, the California Department of Water Resources released a report done by NASA. 
The study shows that there are two main subsidence areas that create bowls where the surface is sunk. In just 16 months, from spring 2015 to fall 2016, the ground sank nearly two feet near Corcoran and about 16 inches near El Nido. These aren't small sinkholes. One bowl runs for 60 miles and the other is about 25. Together they cover hundreds of square miles. One of the major water supply lines, the California Aqueduct, has dropped more than two feet in parts of Kings County. The damage is causing cutbacks in the amount the aqueduct can carry south. The director of the Department of Water Resources told the San Jose Mercury News that the current rate of ground subsidence is jeopardizing infrastructure that supplies water to the San Joaquin Valley. The recent rains will not likely fill underground aquifers because once they sink, they collapse on top of each other, leaving no room for water to collect. The NASA satellites that measure ground subsidence are extremely precise, and you can hear more on this subject in our interview with NASA scientist Jay Familietti at h2oradio.org. And finally, Valentine's Day's this week, and if you don't have a date, here's a story about a guy out in the cold who took matters into his own hands, or fins, as it were. Cichlids are rare tropical fish that live in spring-fed pools in Mexico. Their society is polygamous, so large males hoard all the females, and that makes for a lot of lonely guys. But that didn't stop one small fish from coming up with a strategy to get the girl. Here's what he did. He hid nearby as a male and female fish were about to mate. Typically, females will deposit their eggs on rocks, and a male will follow immediately after and cover them with a cloud of sperm. But at the crucial moment, as the female placed her eggs, the little guy burst onto the scene, dusted them with his DNA, and then dashed back to his hideaway. The behavior is called sneaking, and it's rare, known to only occur among a few dozen species out of thousands worldwide and it was caught on tape. A Case Western Reserve University researcher, Ron Oldfield, had a huge tank in his office and recorded the underdog pulling off this feat. In his video, the couple are seen attacking the interloper to drive him away, but the sneaker still managed to insert himself several times before the pair finished spawning. And then the little guy doubled down. Not only did he interrupt the lovers, he attacked other males swimming nearby. The video recordings are among the first of this sneaking behavior ever published about an animal. So, in case Professor Oldfield wants to make his video into a blockbuster, we think we have a catchy title. How about Sex, Size, and Videotape? This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association. Sustainable water management means more than just conservation. Learn about water efficiency and resilience at awwa.org slash sustainable.